Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What is up guys? If you guys still have your fantasy championships here in week 18, I'm still going to be putting out my weekly content. And in today's video, I'm going to be talking about my running back start sits. So breaking down every fantasy relevant running back and talking about whether or not I would trust them in my lineups. They're going to be timestamps down below in the description. If you guys just want to jump around to specific matchups, that'd be totally fine. All I ask is that if you guys are enjoying the content, do me a huge favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. But let's jump into the Cowboys-Eagles game. For the Cowboys, I still think you can throw out Ezekiel Elliott as a startable player. He's just definitely not the RB1 you probably were counting on him to be earlier in the season. He's more of like a mid to maybe even back-end RB2 moving forward. And then sitting his you know backmate, Tony Pollard. For the Eagles... We're not sure if Miles Sanders is going to be able to play this week. I'm just going to act like he is out once again. And if he is out, I do think you could plug in Boston Scott as like a back-end RB2 option and then sit Jordan Howard. Moving on to the Packers taking on the Lions. I actually think you can start both of these Packers running backs in a plus matchup this week. Right now, we don't really know how they're going to manage this game because they do have the number one seed locked up. Are they just going to sit all their starters or do they try to keep the momentum rolling? We just don't know. So assuming all these guys are playing, I would start both Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. This could be a game where they go up early and both guys could see a lot of touches. For the Lions, DeAndre Swift's kind of return was very weird. When you looked at his stat line, you would just kind of assume he was very limited. They didn't play him a ton of snaps. He actually led the team in snaps, just received very few touches I would expect, you know, those overall opportunities to go up this week. And I do think he's startable. He's definitely more of like a mid to back end RB2 play though, as opposed to his RB1 status earlier in the season. And then I'm going to be sitting his backmate, Jamal Williams. Moving on to the Colts facing off against the Jaguars. No doubter here for the Colts. You're starting Jonathan Taylor as the RB1 essentially every single week for the Jaguars. I am going to be sitting Dare. I do think, you know, he's a fringe start in deeper leagues, but a tough matchup against the Colts. Jaguars probably are going to be down early, and I think you're just kind of banking on him getting into the end zone, which is not something I want to do for this Jaguars team. Next up, it's going to be the Washington football team taking on the Giants. I'm going to assume that Antonio Gibson is back off the COVID list. You know, it's definitely going to be more than five days, and if he is back, he is definitely going to be a start sitting his backmate Jared Patterson, who filled in very well for him in week 17 for the Giants. I guess you're still starting Saquon Barkley as like a fringe running back two, you know, borderline RB2, RB3 play. This offense is just absolutely horrific. And he did have a solid game on the ground. He's still just splitting touches with Devonta Booker, which is definitely not good to see. So I'm starting Barkley and sitting Booker. I'm really just hoping Barkley gets a change of scenery next season because this Giants team is just falling apart and I don't really see a huge turnaround going into 2022. Moving on to the Bears-Vikings matchup, just starting both of these workhorses. Both David Montgomery and Dalvin Cook are going to be really strong plays. Probably both RB1 options this week. Then we've got the Panthers taking on the Buccaneers. I'm just going to be sitting both of these Panthers running backs, Chuba Hubbard and Amir Abdullah. They've been splitting touches, plus this is a tough matchup against a fairly solid Bucks run defense, even though the Jets did expose them a little bit with their injuries, you know, up front and at the linebacker position. For the Bucks, kind of tough to gauge right now because both Ronald Jones 
and Keyshawn Vaughn both suffered injuries against the Jets. If they're all healthy, you start Ronald Jones and then sit Vaughn and Le'Veon Bell. If Ronald Jones is out, I do think Keyshawn Vaughn is startable. If both of them are out, I guess you could consider starting Le'Veon Bell, but I do think then they just end up kind of elevating dudes from the practice squad and turning it into a full-on committee because Le'Veon Bell just did not look good. You know, he made the plays, he caught the passes, but in terms of like his burst, his agility, I mean, he just looked so stiff, super old. So, you know, he's going to be able to do his job, but I just don't see him, you know, going out and putting together a super solid, efficient day. You just be banking on him getting into the end zone. After that matchup, we've got the Patriots taking on the Dolphins. Patriots coming off of a dominant win over the Jaguars. And I honestly think you could start both Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson this week. Dolphins got shredded on the ground by the Titans. So I think the Patriots could do the same thing here. And when they do have these dominant games, both of these running backs do see a ton of touches and goal line opportunities. So I do think Harris is probably like a mid to high end RB2. Ramondre Stevenson, probably like borderline RB2, RB3 option. On the Dolphins side, just not interested in this committee. I'm going to be sitting both Duke Johnson and Miles Gaskin. Then we have the Saints taking on the Falcons. For the Saints, you're plugging in Alvin Kamara as a start. Unfortunately for the Falcons, I'm actually going to have to list Cordero Patterson as a sit. It kind of looks like he's just running out of gas late in the season. I mean, it makes sense. You know, the dude's played his entire career, you know, not having a role even close to what he's done this year with the Falcons. He's had a super impressive run, but in a really tough matchup against the Saints, you know, in terms for running backs, I just think you can't trust him or Mike Davis this week. Moving on to the Titans-Texans matchup, I think the only running back I want here is Deonta Foreman, the clear workhorse on the ground for the Titans. This is definitely a solid matchup for him. I do think Dontrell Hilliard is kind of like a fringe potential flex option, but I'd hope in your championship game you have a better option. For the Texans, Rex Burkhead has put together two solid performances in a row. I just don't know if that kind of continues here. We know he's going to get the touches. I just don't know if you know the efficiency and touch and opportunities are going to be there against the Titans, so he is going to be a sit. Moving on to a rivalry game between the Steelers and the Ravens. For the Steelers, you're plugging to Najee Harris as a solid RB1 option. For the Ravens, I'm going to list Devonta Freeman and Latavius Murray as sits. However, if Lamar Jackson does come back, I think you could consider starting Devonta Freeman. Latavius Murray is going to be a sit, you know, no matter what. Then we've got Jets Bills. For the Jets, this backfield is all over the place right now. So Michael Carter started against the Bucks, you know, as the number one option, had a solid start to the game. Then he left with a concussion. Tevin Coleman was out. So then it turned into a Ty Johnson, Austin Walter committee where we saw Walter get a lot of the early down opportunities. Ty Johnson was the receiving back. Right now, I'm just kind of playing this as if Michael Carter is back. And if he's back, I do think you could start him. If he is out, I would just be fading this entire running back committee, whether it's Coleman, Johnson, or Walter. Just not really interested in any of those guys. For the Bills, you keep firing up Devin Singletary. It's a really strong RB play. Out of nowhere, you know, the Bills have just locked into him as the number one. You know, normally they're operating with a committee. Neither guy gets a ton of touches. Last two or three weeks, Singletary has just been dominant. So probably, honestly, a high-end RB2 play in a really solid matchup against the Jets. Next game is going to be the Bengals taking on the Browns. I think you just fire up both of these players as solid RB1 options. 
Joe Mixon and Nick Chubb are starts. In the next matchup, it's the Chargers taking on the Raiders. I think you start both of these running backs as really strong plays, Austin Eckler and Josh Jacobs. Then the Niners take on the Rams. Same thing here. Fire up both Elijah Mitchell and Sony Michelle. Then we've got the Chiefs taking on the Broncos. I'm assuming, you know, CEH is going to be out for this one. In that case, you would start Daryl Williams. If he is back, I'd honestly probably just fade both of these guys because it'd probably be pretty close to a 50-50 committee. For the Broncos, I think you could start Javante Williams. This could just be a game where the Chiefs go up early and it kind of phases out Williams and Gordon. But I do think Williams is probably like a high-end RB3 play, maybe low-end RB2. Melvin Gordon, probably a high-end RB3. You'd hope you have better options, you know, in your championship, but wouldn't be the worst thing starting either of those guys. But I would definitely favor Javante Williams. And then for the last game of the week, we have the Seahawks taking on the Cardinals. And I'm starting both of these RB1s as well. Rashad Penny has just been on a tear as of late. So he is definitely a must-start here in Week 18. And then for the Cardinals, James Connors missed the last two games. So I'm kind of operating as if he misses again. I would be starting Chase Edmonds. If Connor is back, then this whole thing gets kind of tricky. Probably just when you got to play by ear, you know, see if Connor's going to be limited, what the split is going to be like. So can't really touch on that, you know, unless we see it happen. But if Connor's out, I'd be rolling with Edmonds. And that is going to wrap it up for every single week 18 matchup. If you did enjoy the content, do me a huge favor, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Go check out my wide receiver start sit if you haven't seen that yet. But thank you guys again for stopping by and I'll see you in the next one.